Hey everyone, welcome to episode 33 of Layout. Today we talk about Spectacles, Figma that came out of beta, a Twitter getting acquired, DJI's Mavic, a new drone, and SpaceX's event. We're going to Mars, folks. This episode is not sponsored by anyone, so let's get started. So we have a few things in follow-up this week. Um, so the first one, uh, I guess, is for me. Uh, Andy on our Slack um, sent us a few messages. Basically, what it was trying to tell us is that um, the focal length of the Leica Q isn't that weird because um, it's it's the same focal length as your iPhone. That resulted in us having like a small discussion about um like why then do i find it weird and i guess like the uh the gist of that is uh that i find it weird for a camera uh because on a camera i'm used to 35 millimeters um and it just took a little time to adjust um and yeah but it's it's not incredibly weird because it's the same as your iphone so if you're just to shooting with your iphone then you'll be right at home with the Leica Q. All right. Uh, and uh, last week, I also mentioned that regarding the iPhone 7 Plus's portrait mode, that <laughs> I said that I feel like Apple should just do what it does with HDR and when you take a picture, save both the original one without the effect and the, the one with the effect. And turns out uh, it does exactly that. <laughs> and it's on by default, which, by the way, HDR is not. Um, I... I think uh, maybe I'll have to follow it up and speak again. Uh, but follow yeah, up that's on like follow the, up. <laughs> the default setting. Is, it, when you take a picture in that mode, you're going to get two pictures. Um, Wait, if we yeah. get follow up on follow up, is that like a follow up exception? <laughs> we'll follow up on next week. <laughs> on All <that>. right. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Also, um, a huge important piece of follow up. We both now have our iPhones. Yes. Thank God. Finally. Finally. And we noticed that maybe we've been talking about iPhone 7s for a long time now. Wait, did we really um, get called out? No, we didn't. I'm going to edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I <laughs> totally missed this. That's why I, yeah, that's why I made that pause. When you say pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't give me the chance to do it. <sighs> Too fast. <laughs> Too furious. Uh, so, so the plan is, of course, we want to talk about the iPhone because now we finally have it. But what we're going to do is we're going to leave it to the end, like the after dark. So if you want to hear us talk about iPhones a, li a little bit more, just uh, at the end of the episode, just wait and we start the discussion. Or if you use a podcast app that has chapters, we're going to have a chapter for that. Uh, if you, you're sick and tired of that, uh, just listen to the normal episode. We promise we won't talk about the iPhone much. But I hear that you got an interesting story as to how you got your phone. <laughs> because I, I just waited on my pre-order. Well, people are going to have to wait. Today. It's a, it's oh, a yeah? special deal. You, you want to leave it to the end? So, yeah, you have to make it to the okay. end to hear that Stay crazy tuned. story. You'll never believe how Kevin got his iPhone. <laughs> 
All right, all right. That's oh, yeah. fair enough. Okay, cool. So our topics for this week. Um, finally, something happened this week. Actually, a lot of things happened this week. Uh, we've been kind of uh, <laughs> complaining that nothing happened. Um, actually, like before the Apple event. And, and a lot of stuff happened. One of which was Snapchat is no longer called Snapchat, the company that is. Uh, now it's only called Snap Inc., and they've announced uh, a new product, which is called Spectacles. Well, first, first of all, like how this whole product got announced was kind of weird. Um, it it leaked uh, first, and there was like this odd video um, that like didn't turn out to be an ad for for the Spectacles. Um, so I I don't know exactly what that was, but um so it leaked and the next day i believe or it could have been like just a couple hours later um then it like officially launched um and basically what those are uh are sunglasses that have uh those like two dots um on each on each lens um and and basically one of them is a camera and the other one is a light and basically the way it works is super simple you press a button and it records a 10 seconds vi a second video i think um i think it goes up to 30 it goes up to 30 but i think by default it's 10 seconds okay um it posts that uh to your um not to your snapchat story automatically it posts it to your memories first uh, if I under, uh, understood correctly. And then you can go and post it yourself. Um, and the cool thing about this is um, that it records circular video. Um, and that is super neat, in my opinion. I, I didn't get it at first. Um, but basically, what circular video are, um, it's not that like when you're previewing on your phone, then you see like, a circle and your video plays inside of it. Um, what they do is basically they blow that up. And what this allows them to do is that no matter how you hold your phone in the, either in portrait or landscape mode, you always see a full screen video. So the video stays still and your iPhone is like a viewport into the, that video. Um, so that's super clever, super cool. Um, and yeah, it's it's kind of like Snapchat's first foray into making uh, consumer products, which is interesting. Uh, hardware product. Hardware yeah. product. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, it yeah, is interesting. I mean. Is it so? Is like the sensor uh, is it a square sensor? How because like you can't for on a normal sensor, you know, a rectangular shape. Uh, you can't do re uh, like a circular video unless you crop it really really hard <laughs> i honestly i think they crop it <laughs> i don't think it's yeah. a circular sensor because that would be weird i mean i i'm i'm no camera geek or like i I know nothing about cameras really but that is weird because i never seen so yeah well, well and if they are uh cropping like do we know the the specs of that camera do you know uh, uh i'm looking like at the... this verge article right now and there's no information whatsoever uh, is it 1080p video i feel like it's got to be right like uh, nowadays eh, from oh, snapchat no. honestly i would expect it to be <laughs> <laughs> their like garbage quality that you can post on mm -hmm. snapchat because you can't trust those marketing videos right no 
what do you think of them? Uh, I think this is a cool move. I also think that I'm not the target, the market. <laughs> no, uh, no. I, I mean, also think that you I, record a lot of vlogs. <laughs> How can yeah, you not but, be the market for this? But I'm not on Snapchat. Uh, well, I'm not in the market. For, well, first I don't use Snapchat. Never got it. Uh, we talked about this. <laughs> uh, and then, like, yes, I do vlog and do all that. Like, I work with video and I like video, but I like like edited video, like a story. It's not. I don't like this te- tenth second thing. Is I don't know. It's not appealing to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Once I try it, I get it and and I'll like it. But just from this, no, I'm definitely not gonna get this also uh the the glasses itself the sunglasses Mm -hmm. they look a bit i don't want to say silly (laughs) i don't like it (laughs) all right would you would you wear those like sunglasses um i'd say the jury's still out (laughs) okay so if the glasses if it it didn't have a camera so it's just like a normal regular pair of sunglasses would you wear those uh i okay so I actually like the shape of it. I think they're super big, though. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. like a bit larger than what I would normally wear. But yeah, I think that's a like cool glass. Like I would wear a glass of similar to that. Maybe I'm just too old, man. Like youth. <laughs> but what about the black ones? Like the black ones are fine. No. All right, I have. To, I wouldn't wear I like the bright blue ones. That's for sure. But. Let me just uh, look again at the the webpage. I think like the the major problem with these glasses is how thick like the the frame is the like part of the glass that like goes is like the how do you call that like not the glass itself like the thing that goes up to your ear. I don't know. Well, anyways, that thing. <laughs> right. That thing is super thick because that's where all the camera components are. Um. And I think that part right. looks a bit odd, but um, like in a couple of generations, like I would assume that they would be able to get it to be smaller and thinner. Um, so, yeah. And one thing that I really like about this, um, which is, again, like really not uh, the thing you would have expected. But now that I see it, I kind of like it. It's that it really owns the fact that it has a camera like <laughs> puts mm-hmm. like this giant like um yellow circle around the camera and the light right and it yeah. like makes it super obvious that it's a those are spectacles um but i think it's kind of part of the this whole thing right it's yeah, yeah i think you have to look at it the same it. way that people look snapchat at least at first where you're sort of doing it ironically in the beginning like i could imagine like wearing those just like for fun and like just being silly and like not actually taking myself seriously with those um and i just love that and it's like like super cool design decision um that gives them like instantly a very distinctive look um Mm -hmm. and also if you look at their logo um it looks like an eye with like a little thing off to the side yeah uh and it's the same thing that that is like reflected in the glasses themselves um so that's very clever um and yeah i mean i want to make something clear like even though i'm not i feel like i'm i'm not gonna buy this uh 
I love that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. I feel like uh, we just, you know, Instagram just copied Snapchat, the product, the app. And Snapchat was always weird. Like, <laughs> you know, the the app itself, uh, like UI-wise, it's very untraditional and kind of like weird at first. And even the concept at first of, of Snapchat itself, it was something different that we haven't seen in Maybe at a first glance, you know, it, it may sounded like something stupid, like, no, that doesn't make sense. But they owned it. They were always very weird in a good way mm-hmm. and, and different. And that appealed especially to younger audiences because um, it's it's huge. And again, Sna- uh, Instagram copied them and they're like, no, we're not copying anyone. That's fine. You can copy us all the time. We're doing our own thing and they don't care. And they just released this which is super new and it's a it's a it's a different move um and and i like that braveness in a way of of, of snap i guess it's still weird to call yeah it snap. definitely i don't know if it's like it stems from the fact that they're based out of la and not uh silicon valley but mm, maybe yeah it it just seems like they're doing things way differently than any other com- like tech companies Uh, that mm-hmm. we see like they're just doing like really wacky stuff and <laughs> no one understands what they're doing and why uh until it like blows up and becomes a huge success like and i don't know like if i'd be ready to say today like to bet against what they're doing right now like i think it's it might fail completely but it might be mm-hmm. a huge success You know, yeah, I I, I kind of look at this and I'm like, this is very interesting. Um, and uh, I was listening to uh, Connected uh, this morning and they mentioned a good point, which is like all the people on the website are naked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just like one example that like shows you how they they're pitching it a lot differently than most tech products. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not a thing for nerds. It's a thing for like supermodels and like teens and like cool people. Yeah, they never targeted like like technology enthusiasts or geeks or which usually, you know, apps and software we see that a lot, right? Uh, it starts in Silicon Valley, San Francisco and they're like early adopters and that's like their audience. And Snapchat mm-hmm. was never like that. Yeah. Um, They never targeted geeks <laughs> and tech enthusiasts. It targeted people who just want to have fun and be silly for a moment, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why I don't use Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's a few things that are a bit strange about it. Um, so first of all, those are sunglasses. <laughs> so <laughs> unless you wear your your sunglasses inside, like. <laughs> you're only going to be able to use this outside. Um, so, I don't know. Well, it feels like it limits the utility like of this thing by a lot. Maybe it's a genius design move because probably the camera is so poor that it right. would take horrible shots in the dark. So, if you have to... Ah, maybe. You know, you're, you don't want to wear sunglasses in the dark, so you won't shoot as much video in the dark. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you got a light, but I mean, <laughs> that light probably doesn't light up much. Um, no. But yeah, 
I, I don't know. And the second thing is I would have to assume that the vast majority of the stuff that's on Snapchat is was taken by the selfie camera, not like the 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 camera that's on the back of the phone. Right. Um so that's also kind of interesting. Like <laughs> there I mean there are some some snaps that are taken with the back camera, but I just feel like the majority of peop- other people just use a selfie all the time. Uh Because the point is not to get a good picture. I feel like, at right. least from my experience. The point is just to show whatever you're doing, usually you with the silly dog face on or whatever. Right. But these right? are it's not that, like, you know? They're more about capturing what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I was like trying to think of like areas where I would use these. And like what, basically... W- which situations can I record with this that I can't with my phone? And I know that's maybe the wrong way to look at it. Like, I don't think it it speaks to any of, like, the the future success of the, pro- uh, the product. Because I think, like, they can build a lot of stuff onto that, like, if they at least get some basic traction going. But um, at least today, like, I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm not sure that there there are many cases where this is actually more useful than just taking out your phone. Well, no, it definitely is. This is for to to capture memories. If yeah. by any point in the day you just you know reach for your sunglasses and tap a button and you get ten seconds of video or thirty or whatever it is, it's way more convenient than taking it out of your phone because it's right there. It's ready to choose. Just just need to pull the the trigger, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I just feel like it's little improvement, but it's not huge either. Uh, I would I would love to see them like build on onto that. And like the the example that they show is someone uh, skateboarding, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a good one. Hashtag <laughs> huge. I I don't I don't skateboard though. So <laughs> fair, very lazy person. Sits <laughs> on his computer all day. Um, <laughs> So maybe that's not as much of a use to me, but uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm depending on whether or not you can return them. I may get them just to try and then return them if I don't like them or see that I don't use them. Yeah. Um. Now I'm already used to having a phone in my pocket ready to shoot and a huge DSLR on my left arm and a GoPro <laughs> usually in my pocket or on my helmet so right. I'm already like used to having a lot of shit just shooting so again this is not for me but I'm really excited for Snap the company itself and I'm really excited for this product to see what what the adoption is going to be yeah definitely and you know it, it's it's great to see companies going back to hardware we don't see that often usually it's just the other way around just software yeah so this is this is cool and I mean that ties to like their new tagline, which is like uh, "Snap is a camera company." <laughs> I was like, "A camera company?" Like, <laughs> I, I guess now you make some sort of camera, but like your main thing is definitely not a camera. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Do you think yeah, that they would make a more fully fledged camera? Or that like the glasses are their their thing. 
if this is a success, yeah, wearables, it's a, it's a interesting space because no one's got it yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, like as a thing, uh, we see smartwatches is, I think it's the, the wearable device that has, have had the most success so far. I think it's safe to say. Uh, of course, we also have Google Glass, which was a huge flop. Um, <laughs> and it's like Google Glass was like, we're, we're going to try to make this like as invisible as we can. But of course, you can't make it invisible because the tech is not there yet. So you're going to yeah. look like a dork <laughs> and like you got no style whatsoever. And uh, Snap, Snapchat now is trying to go with the style, even though it, it's it's a edgy weird style they're trying to own it they're, they're not going to try to hide the camera like you said yeah and again with apple and i would i would even say fitbit and all like you can't look like a dork wearing something like wearing technology you have it has to look good um in a fashion sense that's why the apple watch is like uh, you know has all those partnerships with Hermes and and now Nike for well that's a different market but you know they they really went all the way um, yeah well i find into, that into the fashion. the uh spectacles are are dorky but on purpose and there's like dorky kind of a dorky is not the word i would use aren't they or like i don't know no i mean you know the the Kanye West glasses the one with the, with yes. the on, <laughs> in the front that's not dorky. That's just weird and silly. And right. I, th- I feel like it's more in that in that realm that sure. these are going for. It's like big and colorful and... Rah, yeah, that's true. Youth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another interesting thing is, well, one, battery life lasts roughly a day. <laughs> they don't go into more details than that. Um, so Again, we'll take them at their word. to make you not shoot video at night. <laughs> yeah, basically, they only last for like six hours. So, yeah, it's solar power. So at night, sorry. Right. <laughs> um, but no, they're not solar po- powered. They have this uh, charging case. So like the AirPods. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting that like two products are coming out in like a very short span um, of t- of time, like between each other. And they're both using kind of a, a smart charging case, um, mm-hmm. so I think like we'll definitely see a lot more of that, just like in general for for tech products. Yeah, um, it, it's it's what makes sense, right? When you're not using yeah, these, you put it inside something. Yep. So let's use that something. Uh, do you also have to charge the case like the AirPods? I mean, I assume you have to. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Because, <laughs> somehow it's... like it's it's not solar powered <laughs> or anything right um all right uh anything else on the spectacles um i think that's it i mean i'm i'm very curious to see if we're gonna s- actually see some of those in, in the wild like i'm i bet we are will. they gonna sell enough so that it's it becomes a thing or is does it turn more into like sort of a hobby for them do we know the price um that's a good question I, uh I feel like 130 I've read like 150 130 130 yeah. yeah 130 see that's that's all right like uh i feel like that's a good price point for version one and all yeah right? i bet they will be able to to push it down a notch uh, over time but mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's not it's not super expensive. Uh, again, they're probably targeting uh, younger people, and usually younger people have less money to buy things like than like adults. So yeah, it's more on them. But I mean, a lot of teens are gonna spend a lot of money on just like fashion. Oh, also true. I think it might be fine. Um, it was it was funny to see on Twitter some people were saying like, oh, like maybe uh, Instagram could partner with Warby Parker. These, <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Uh, maybe Instagram would come up with uh, ones with a better user experience. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Moving on, uh, Figma, the design tool Figma, they are finally out of beta. They've launched 1.0, which is very exciting. I mean, we've talked about Figma in previous shows. Yeah. Um, so it's nothing new. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk about Figma itself. But it came out of beta. Um, it's still free for everyone, uh, I think, until uh, the end of the year. And then... They haven't announced the pricing yet, but they they already said that it's going to be free for students, which is a great move. Um, That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I met all the team and I know, like, especially for Dylan, uh, like education is very important thing for them. And I, I think it's 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 great. It's not something that we see every day because, I mean, there are whole companies that just based on that market uh, education and that it's it's amazing like for people just starting out and uh, learning design having this amazing tool for free uh, it's pretty great yeah not not having to uh, download a pirated copy of photoshop is gonna be awesome for yeah. new students it's <laughs> great uh, also part of the 1.0 uh, release they finally released as well the multiplayer uh, feature which By the way, I think it's a genius move, <laughs> the genius naming. Uh, multiplayer is the collaboration, like in real time, you can have a bunch of designers um, with the same document open and editing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And um, there was this uh, this, uh, um, this blog post on Medium by uh, Evan Wallace. He's a, ah, I'm going to say CTO. Anyway, uh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um But like explaining the feature and kind of like the technical challenge that they had to uh, overcome, and it's a, it's an amazing read and it's an amazing feature and it works pretty darn well. Uh, I don't know if you've seen um, Pascal da Silva. Yeah, I, I saw. I don't know if that's I, how you pronounce. I didn't. I didn't yeah. try it though. <laughs> I did try it for a while. Like he basically uh, started this silly thing. Let's design an app. Of course, if you if you're familiar with him. He's a very funny guy and he just started this document like designing things for the fun and invited people over and that blew up on Twitter. And then he said, you know what, I'm going to put this number one on designer news. And he did that. <laughs> and I think there were over 70 people like at the same time editing the document. It was a party. It was fun <laughs> and it was a mess. But the feature like Figma hold up. Um, I don't think they had any problems like in having 70 people Uh, 70 designers at the same time editing one document without hiccups that's pretty pretty good feat yeah that's that's a lot of people yeah and yeah also they also release a, a mac app which to be fair it's like a it's as much of a mac app as is as slack is a mac app like a native app 
So right. it's like a, a wrapper, but um, it works. It works well, and at least for me, it was one of the worst things about using it in a browser was you had the whole browser on top. You had the you know the the the, the what do you call it like the URL bar and your bookmarks and all the controls and it's like yeah. So just if you want, you can download the. There's a Mac and Windows, I probably Linux app. So you can download that. <laughs> Linux app. Cool. I'm pretty sure because they work. It works on Linux. Wow. So, I, I would be curious if if anyone <laughs> uses uh, Figma on Linux. That would be crazy. I, I would okay, love to see their stats. <laughs> no, they only have Mac and Windows. <laughs> Man. And they also release a, a mirror app for iOS. So, like, now Figma is a legit, like, 1.0 design tool. It has, like, it matches pretty much all or almost all features of Sketch or uh, what do they call it? They still call it XD, the, the Adobe thing? Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember if they changed the name. But, yeah. So it's, it's for experience yeah, if you haven't design. tried it, now you can just go to figma.com and play with it. We should we should do like a layout a live design session thing, and all the listeners can join in. Yeah, we should try it just for the funs on a weekend or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be fun. And then make that our like chapter uh, album art. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I fear what might happen. <laughs> Dicks all over. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think this is this is like really powerful stuff, and it's it's probably only possible because it it's built from like the browser standpoint rather mm -hmm. than be being built as a, a native app. Um, I personally tend to prefer uh, native apps, but um like depending on like what your needs are um if you need that collaboration and you're working with a lot of people like this is a really cool thing to have and at first i was like why would you ever want to be working the same time with like three people um and you're probably thinking that um and in my in my opinion at least for just having played with it a little bit um is that it's not really about that it's more about kind of Let's say you have a uh, style guide document um, that is shared with like all your company. Well, it can get really hard to sort of sync all the changes together, right? If like one team is is working on adding a new field component and one team is working on like updating the button styles, <laughs> like if you're doing this in Sketch, it's a lot of like <laughs> coordination and like syncing and versioning and stuff like that to make sure that you don't end up overriding another person's changes. Um, so with Figma, you basically don't need to worry about any of that. It just it just works. Like, And people can work on two separate parts of the document and not override any changes. And I think mm -hmm. that's where it gets really interesting. Um, you can also sort of share your document with a client or a stakeholder and it updates live as you're kind of improving things so that's that's also a really cool thing that you could do um a good friend of mine Meng to he wrote this post on medium as well uh it's basically 
well, his titles Figma versus Sketch. It's kind of like comparing the two tools because he's a long time uh, power user of Sketch. Um, he wrote a book on it, for God's sake. And <laughs> he like is basically comparing the two tools. And to be honest, it's I wouldn't recommend one over the other. They're both pretty good. And I feel like Figma, what it's got going for it is the collaboration. Um, the, what do you call it? Like the resizing thing, which... The constraints. I know Sketch now has it. The constraints, there you go. I know Sketch now has it, but like they've been doing this since the first beta, since I've tried it, they had it. Uh, well, that's not true. Like second beta, whatever. Um, so they had it uh, as well. The version con version history thing is way better than Sketch because Sketch is using the, the Max native thing. And to be honest, I never use that because it's such... I know, it's not that i cool, yeah intuitive i i get I what you mean but it. i'm not sure that i would use it in figma either like I, the, I way, the way figma the implements it, it's just way easier um like you have a timeline on the left and you just go through it and it changes it mm -hmm. like your it's, it's just faster easier um and it's on the web like they do have everything on the server they do have all of your uh versions uh, and also, uh, Figma also has a common system, which is pretty great. I mean, it, it's nothing that you can't have. I, I feel like most of these things you can have in Sketch via third-party like uh, the plugins. Mm -hmm. um, but it has a lot of cool things going for it. Um, and also, it has import from Sketch, a pretty good import from Sketch. So even if you like, you don't have to bite the bullet and, and now start using figma you can just like this weekend uh import a file that you're working on sketch import it into figma and try it out like the ui is almost a copy of sketch's ui uh which i i feel like is a smart thing uh nowadays like because it just eliminates the barrier of having to learn a new tool like if you know how to use sketch you know how to use figma um which is again i think it was smart on them uh, so you don't have really nothing to lose. It's free. It's a great tool. And yeah. Check it out. Check it. <laughs> All right. What about Twitter? Oh, God. I feel like... I don't, I don't have much to say here. <laughs> I, I was just... Uh, I just wanted to chat about it for a little bit. Um, I feel like Twitter is this like constantly troubled company have you read the hatching twitter the book yeah. <laughs> jesus man i feel like in in just a couple of years like they'll be able to do part two <laughs> have like the next part of the story like feeding just, like, twitter crazy things keep happening to twitter <laughs> like it's just incredible um, so yeah, there are rumors that, uh, Twitter is in talks, um, to get bought out by some other companies. Um, mm. and the potential acquirer list is interesting to say the least. Um, so we have, um, uh, Salesforce, uh, Microsoft, um, Disney, uh, and wait, what's the other one? Was that like Verizon? Maybe. I think. Google? Google, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel like that's a really weird slash random group of companies. Yeah. Man. Like Twitter, Salesforce? Really? Like, <laughs> yeah, Salesforce. What the hell? Even Verizon. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, Verizon has AOL, I think. And, and like, aren't they buying Yahoo? Yeah, they're buying Yahoo. Like, they're trying to buy a couple like media companies, basically. Right. Um, so it would sort of make sense, and they would sort of not do anything to it, but just seems like they have not nothing to offer Twitter uh, other than money, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So, eh, probably not like the best acquirer out there. No. Um, as we've said, Salesforce is like, please no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Disney is an interesting one. Like, I, I really have no idea like why Disney would be interested in Twitter. Yeah, even though like I have no reason to like to doubt or be afraid of a Disney acquisition because I, I haven't heard a story of Disney buying a company and kind of like ruining it. But also I can't see. Yeah, but like Disney is all about like kid friendly, like <laughs> PG stuff, you know, which is like completely the opposite of Twitter. I mean, maybe that's what it would take for them to implement like some better, um, better guidelines and like better harassment policies. But I don't know. It just seems like it's it's not a great fit for what the product is. So well, it's not all kids thing. That's like the what they're best known, and that's yeah. like the main thing. But they also have like a Hulu and stuff. Oh right, right? yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and okay, let me check. So Disney has Pixar, of course, um, Hulu, Marvel, of course, ABC, uh, Lucasfilm, Radio Disney. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, Disney owns ESPN, which I didn't know. Um, Like, yeah, ABC television, like all the shows and the channel, I think. Right. Uh, Touch Sun Pictures. Man, this list goes on and on. And I'm skipping like 80%. Hollywood Pictures. Yeah. But still, like, no tech companies. Yeah. <laughs> no tech products. Well, maybe Hulu. No, but that's like entertainment, this video. So, yeah, it's it's a weird, even though, again, I, even though I have no, no reasons to doubt that they'll do a good job with this acquisition, I, in the other way, I. I don't know why would they want Twitter, <laughs> right? What would they do with it? Yeah, Twitter I don't know. That's just puzzling money. <laughs> Twitter's really not bringing any, any money. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking to other companies for a buyout. Yeah. Um, I feel like they would maybe only like do an investment or something, you know, that they're like, well, Twitter is like this kind of popular thing. We don't want to run it. We don't want to have anything to do with it, but we're just like... And invest some money into it. But why? If you invest, you expect to get some back. Yeah, I mean that's and true. <laughs> if they if Twitter can't find a way to to make money, that's yeah. not a good deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah, that whole thing is just puzzling to me. So that leaves us with Microsoft and Google. Uh, hmm. Microsoft, it's <laughs> they're not quite like as problematic as uh, salesforce would be for the company in my opinion but um close. it's still yeah it, it's like microsoft is now a enterprise company <laughs> um and i don't know i just don't see them having a good culture fit with twitter um no. and so the only sense. one that's left would be google um which would make sense because they've been trying to compete with facebook for the longest time 
um, and they know how to scale products. They know how to do ads. So they would definitely be able to like turn a revenue from Twitter. Um, I'm just scared of what they might do because of all of them. I feel like Google might be the one who would be the more the most likely to want to make changes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not sure if that's they're all going to be for the best. Like so, for example, one thing that like would not surprise me at all if Google acquired Twitter would be to shut down all the the third party clients. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like <laughs> feels like something uh, that Google would do. Well, yes and no. Don't have like specific examples, but it just seems like stuff that like properties that Google has, like they're very like they tend to like shut down a lot of stuff. Well, they tend to shut down stuff that either is only like for a niche or just like stuff that it's not their focus. You know, hashtag Google Reader. Right, which which the third party clients are right. <laughs> But you know they they do have a lot of public APIs and stuff. You know maps and it, like it's being used by a lot of third party uh, yeah. companies. Um, what I feel like we as Twitter users, I know the love that we have for this product that has been has been around for a pretty long time now. I feel like any kind of company, like any kind of acquisition, we wouldn't be really comfortable with. But even companies like Apple, I love Apple. Oh, it's my favorite company ever. Not but it. it's really not also a good fit. No, they suck at social media in general, <laughs> and that would be that wouldn't be good. So, to be honest, if I really take a look at Twitter, the company, I'm not really into that company itself. I'm into the service, and I mostly use it through third-party apps. So even like design decisions and all. I tried so many times to use the official Twitter app. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like even Twitter itself, I, I'm i not really happy with what they're doing as well. So of all of these um, picks, companies that we talked about, I feel like Google is probably the best fit. Yeah, I mean, within those choices, but I... <laughs> Like personally, I think I would love if if Facebook bought it. Like, would you? To me, that just makes so much sense. Like, Facebook knows how to do acquisitions right. They know how to build like successful uh, social products. Like, they did awesome stuff with with Instagram. Uh, That's true. They they want to get more into like some real time stuff. Like, they tried with their say, sidebar with like news and stuff like that, and like added hashtags to to facebook but yeah. none of those seem to have taken off like you've seen um for example like the debates was all over twitter yeah and facebook was like not having any or like having very little commentary there um so corner. i can see like <laughs> there are some some stuff that facebook would definitely be interested in and oh, dude, i think facebook has been trying to be twitter for a while and Twitter is constantly trying to be Facebook. Exactly. Uh, they would love to have each other. <laughs> exactly. I, I find that like it's a perfect match. And then, I mean, they at least would have some good leadership. <laughs> like Zuck would be able to sort of help guide them in the right direction. You know, like because mm-hmm. right now it's such a shit show. Like, yeah, they really need help at the like executive level. Um, 
And so that would be that would be great. I, I don't know why we haven't heard any rumors of, of Facebook wanting to acquire them. And maybe like the one kind of downside there is the sort of the legacy or like the the, the, the history that these two companies have together. Um, that like they, they used to be enemies for the longest time that now it might be awkward. Like, I don't know, maybe like Jack. Yeah. Or like Jack Dorsey would be like too proud to sort of want to sell out to Facebook. But That's definitely a possibility. I mean, uh, they've been in talks to an acquisition. Yeah. Like in the early a long days. time ago. Yeah. To be honest, I want them to be acquired by Google or Facebook right now because I feel like if they don't, they're just going to butcher and butcher the product until they just can't crawl out of that hole. So I love Twitter, but they're a mess. <laughs> but it's just crazy. Like Twitter is probably the service that I use the most that and that has oh, changed like apart from maybe the iPhone. Like the thing that has changed my life the most as well. Like there's so many things that like or so many people that I got to meet through Twitter. For example, like this podcast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Twitter. Right. Like so many friends that I that I met on Twitter, I got like job offers to, through Twitter. Like it, it's just, just like yeah. so much stuff. It's the first app that I check every morning. And it's the last app that I check before going to bed. Like it's it's just I feel like my phone would be useless without Twitter. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like well, it's most of the- like nowadays in my life, it's something that exists. It's it's part of it. It's how it's how I live, right? It's not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's to me, it's become the internet. You know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It feels like this real time. Like okay, it's, stuff are ha- is happening on Twitter. I'm like Facebook seems kind of like reactionary versus like stuff are, is happening directly in Twitter. But you do realize that we are an exception, unfortunately. Unfortunately for Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I would say 90% of my friends don't use Twitter, which is yeah. crazy. Anyway. Well, this just makes on. me sad. Isn't, yeah, it isn't making me sad. <laughs> All, right, All right, let's move uh, on to something better. Let's move on. Do you remember, I think it was last episode, maybe two episodes ago, I don't know, where I talked about um, this GoPro event? Yeah, I think it was last episode. Yeah, I think so. GoPro announced a drone. It's called Karma. Um, (laughs) Just to give you a bit of a context, like uh, in the drone space, there is one drone that is like the drone that is is the best drone out there. and it's like you sound like one of the Trump. Most <laughs> it's the best drone. <laughs> it's the best drone. I've Actually, heard a lot yeah, of just, good things. Just, just yesterday, a friend of mine told me, came to me, and said, "You know what? This is the best drone." Um, <laughs> this is a terrible impression. I, I never practiced it. I'm sorry. Anyway, DJI has this, the best drone out there. <laughs> best drone out there. And then um, uh, <laughs> GoPro announced Karma uh, a week or two ago. And one of the main features and the, the advantages over DJI's drone is that it's way smaller, more compact, so you can carry it away. Because it's a pain in the ass to carry DJI's drone because it's huge. You have to have to carry this, like, this specific backpack to carry all the things. Um, so that was the, 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 the big, the strong 
selling point for Karma's uh, GoPro. Uh, it was the size. And then just just this week, last week, uh, when you were hearing this, um, uh, DJI had uh, an event in where they announced a new drone that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's called Mavic. And it's super, super small. Like this thing can literally fit in your pocket. If you have like baggy pants. Yeah, the website really doesn't fit. do it justice. Like, <laughs> look at the the video where someone holds it in their hand, like super tiny. Uh, but yeah, when you like, look at the like press a, shots, it's huge. But it's like the size of a of a large uh, water bottle. Yeah, water bottle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and it records like 4K. The 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 quality picture quality is on par to the Phantom 4, which is the that standard, the, the good one, the best drone. Uh, <laughs> it's almost as good, but like, would you get the the convenience of it being just so ridiculous small? It's amazing. And a couple of things that is pretty cool. Also, it's it's more affordable as well. Um, I think it starts at seven ninety nine, but like, basically, they have like three packs, but there's only one that you actually want, <laughs> which is like a thousand, I think, a thousand dollars. Wow. Um, and like to to give you a comparison, the Phantom Four, which again the best drone, was uh, sixteen hundred, so almost half. Well, not not half, but a considerable decrease on on price, which makes it way more affordable, and that's awesome. And I, I'm on a market for a drone, not yet, but maybe a couple a couple months, I'll I'll probably get a drone. And this mm. is this is the way to go. I feel like this is the new drone that everyone's gonna get, like the. Yeah, yeah, and so, it looks amazing. It looks like a RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, and the cool thing is, like, the remote is super small, um, but then you can attach your phone. Actually, you can use your iPhone. Have you seen the goggles? Yeah, the goggles. They so have this, they like, have this, this, this like, it, it looks like some sort of VR headset that you mm-hmm. can put, and basically, you, I guess, you see what the the drone sees. Exactly. Yeah, and you can control it with that. Like, that sounds awesome. So cool. This is the future, man. Yeah. Definitely. And you can definitely. like you can control it with your phone, but it also has its own remote with antennas. And you can plug the phone also into the remote mm. and it, 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 it works as a like a, a second monitor. So you can see like the live preview on the phone. Right. And you can do stuff like you can touch on, for example, uh, you're filming yourself and you make a selection on your phone. A selection on yourself is gonna track your position. So you can be I don't know. You can be jet skiing. You can ride on your boosted board through the city, and the drone will follow you and keep you always in frame, which is amazing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I feel like this is not like our audience is not uh, super into drones. Uh, I'm also not super into drones, but this is like amazing tech. And yeah, the drone I just still think they're like the still a bit too expensive for me. Uh, yeah, I feel like if you want just like to play with it and get a cool shot or something, if you, if you, yeah, just for fun as a toy, I feel like it's still expensive. But if you're recording vlogs or if you're doing something else where you, you like that, you know, aerial shot. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to convince yourself to buy one? No, I already <laughs> did that. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that, definitely too expensive, but... <laughs> If you happen to be shooting vlogs and your name is Rafa, then it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Especially if, if you live in Portugal, I feel like then you you can you should get it. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Speaking of, of the future and feeling like the future, SpaceX and Elon Musk had uh, an event last week. What was it? Like uh, Wednesday to Thursday? September 27th. Whenever that was. Uh, in where <laughs> Elon Musk uh, unveils uh, its plans to go to Mars. This is real. This is happening, folks. <laughs> Um, did you did you watch the the event? No, I don't know what I was doing. Um, was yeah, I'm not sure. I like I saw some people talk about it on Twitter, but I haven't watched it yet. So yeah. you're gonna have but to you, you fill do, me in. You on do the have details. like um, well, it was like a 90 minute long uh, event, but mm -hmm. you do have like a those five minute review on on the Verge, not review like summary, um, right on the Verge. So you can you can watch that. But to sum up. Elon Musk comes on stage, talks for an hour and a half about first, why do we would want to go to Mars or any other planet to be a intraplanetarian, uh, what's the word? Whatever, a species that lives in more than one planet. <laughs> uh, why that's a good idea. And, and then he goes over all the minutiae details of, of the plan to go to Mars and colonize Mars. Basically, he showed the plans for the space station, the spaceship, and how we're going to get get into orbit using like a booster. <laughs> to sum up, uh, this is a very visual thing. You need to watch the video. Please, link in the show notes. Just scroll, click, and watch that five-minute thing on the verge. But basically, we're going to build a spaceship, and then we're going to build a booster, you know, the thing that propels the spaceship to go into orbit, Then the booster comes back to Earth because, as you've seen with the Falcon, like we can now land in, uh, can land a rocket. So the booster comes back into Earth, refills with, with fuel, goes up again into the spaceship that's in orbit, refills the, space, <laughs> the spaceship, and then the spaceship goes to Mars, right? And we're going to fit uh, 100 people, uh, probably up to 200 people, in one, in one ship. At the same time, mm -hmm. and and you can go and you can come back because that spaceship is also like it's gonna be coming back to to Earth because we need those ships. But, um, but is that like what are these people gonna do on Mars? <laughs> that was one of the questions, and it's like gonna do Elon, space camping. <laughs> Elon doesn't have a plan. Like he, didn't, it's not the plan. He doesn't want to do that like he's focused on the traveling part <laughs> the journey all right <laughs> so like i i well i encourage companies and, and people to come up with that idea uh, hey airbnb you figure out <laughs> where these people are gonna <laughs> stay <laughs> that'd be amazing airbnb on mars oh man that's that's gotta happen jesus and yeah so We're probably going to be able to go to Mars, like the first mission, the first 100 people in like 20 years, 30 years, 20, which is amazing. It's on our lifetime. Yeah. This is crazy pants bananas. This is amazing. Anyway. So would I feel you like go? that was history. I would go, but not on the first like 50 <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say It's yeah, like, actually, I won't mind waiting for a couple of generations until yeah. <laughs> this thing I never buy first-generation products. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. 
<laughs> never, never go on the first generation flight. Someone asked something like that, and Elon said, "Like, well, the first people they have to be aware that there's a very high chance that they're going to die. Uh, that's just how it is. So, and it is. So wait, but is is Elon going to be on the first flight? No. Huh? No, because people ask him that. Ask him that. Like, are you going to be the first man on Mars? He said, probably not, because I do have to come up with a succession plan. <laughs> Basically, I don't want to... <laughs> like, I do like, have to stay alive if we want to do this right. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, he's, <laughs> he said, like, my biggest fear is that if I die, someone takes over where their primary goal is, like, make money and turn a profit and stuff. And, like, it, it'll ruin the company. So, he said, probably not. <laughs> I... <laughs> I love that this guy is like, there is literally no other person on this planet that can make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, that's just oh, awesome. Man. There's, so actually, the, when the event was over, he, he opened a Q&A session. And that was one of the most depressing moments uh, recently. Because like we literally just watched the guy explaining to us how we're going to go to Mars in the next couple decades. Like, amazing the technology that he's building, mm -hmm. the passion in the, the forward thinking of this guy, and then the questions was, I'm not making this up. A question was, hey, can I go to stage and give you a kiss? What? There was this guy from College Humor saying, hey, uh, do you, can, we, can we send Michael Cera to Mars? Uh, this other guy saying, hey, I made this comic. Can I give it to you so you can read it? Like... Seriously, yeah, it was. God, it was depressing. Like, hey, Elon, I I get it. How we should definitely leave Earth. But who <laughs> like, picked the questions? Was it like just people in the audience? Yeah, people in like, open Q and A. Uh, just go over to the mic, and you know, whoever's first in line gets to. That's hey, man, never a good idea. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, <laughs> definitely. Always want if if you ever do an event like this. Ask for people to submit their questions online and you pick the best ones. Well, that's <laughs> hard because, you know, you can't, you don't know what they're going to say. So you can't really ask questions. There's this one guy saying, hey, what about uh, when we poop in Mars? Where is it going to go? Because we don't have water. <laughs> Elon said, we actually do have water, tons of it, uh, just frozen. So we can just drill and we get water. So that's easy. I mean, just, just bring, in, uh, bring in Matt Damon and he's going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you poop and you grow potatoes. Yes. So that's, a good that's how you survive on Mars. Yes. <laughs> after right. after reading The Martian, I feel like I know everything I need to know to be able to survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should go on the first mission. Uh, be the first man on Mars. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's live in this uh, futuristic high note. Um, do you have recommendations before we before we leave? Yep. Uh, so do you want to start with yours? I can start with mine. Um, so if you like coffee and if you like specialty coffee, and especially if you live in Europe, um, I found like the perfect coffee subscription service, uh, cause I've been, I've been, uh, struggling with this for a while. When I was living in Lisbon, I had this one coffee shop in where I, like, I love their, their, their coffee. So I just bought all my coffee from them. Uh, but when I moved here, I didn't have a good coffee shop around, so I had to look online for, you know, 
subscription service. So it's this website called Coffee Vine. They're from Amsterdam and they are not a roaster. So you're not going to like subscribe and drink the same coffee forever. What they do is they every month they 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 crowdsource like they they picked uh, pick a bunch of coffee from roasters all around the world. They do a tasting and they pick three roasters and they ship you those three bags of coffee to you. So every month you get coffee like completely new and different from you you get to know a lot of roasters, you get to try a lot of different flavors. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Like I, I've been happy very happy user and this is definitely not an ad please uh <laughs> it just so happens that if you use the um, the code cond that's uh, c-o-n-d-e that's my last name if you use that that code um because they have like this referral thing i get 25 percent off uh, my next uh, bill and you get 25 percent off so if you want to check it out use that code because we both win um all right so <laughs> my recommendation is gonna get me zero percent off uh <laughs> but um uh, it's uh this tv show called secrets and lies have you heard of this no okay so that. it's on season two right now uh and it's a like crime show i'd say um and basically it's it what I like about it is that it's different than a lot of shows that are that similar genre. Uh, and basically what they do is every season focuses on one specific murder. So it's not like a new murder every every uh, episode. It's one per season. And usually, you know, like in those types of shows, you follow the, the detective. And you kind of see like what their life is like and like they're trying to piece the 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 story together and come and try to find who the murderer is uh not in that show uh in that show you follow the people that are affected by this murder uh and so it happens that it's it's the same detective for each one of them but you can you always see let's say for example like um the for this season um you you see the family of the person who died um, and then they, the the detective is, is trying to like maybe potentially like trying to find um, uh, evidence against some of the family members and like she's trying to come up with like maybe some of them would have, have had a motive to, to kill this person. Um, so I don't know. It's very interesting. I really enjoyed it. I binge watched the entire first season. Uh, and now it's on season two. So, uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Cool. Is that on Netflix? No, it's not. It's on iTunes, uh, though. Wah, wah. All right. Uh, also, check it out. All right. Uh, that was it for episode 33 of Layout. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at LayoutFM. You can also see the, the show notes at Layout.FM on the web. Um, we also have a awesome Slack channel and there's more and more people uh, in it now and there's more and more conversations. Just go to spec.fm slash Slack uh, and you can join in. Also, if you like this show, you want to hear more about it, just go to spec.fm. Our friends over there, they have a bunch of shows that uh, they're awesome. If you're into design and you haven't heard of design details, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> just give it a listen. Uh, if you're a developer into like iOS development or Android development, they also have that for you. So a bunch of great shows that uh, you should just go listen to all of them if you 
haven't yet. Yeah, uh, and we just introduced search. So you can like really quickly on the website search for any topic or person and get the result really quickly. So that's an awesome feature. Yeah. So check it out. All right. Talk to you next week. Wait, wait, wait. Before we leave, <laughs> we, we promised something. Uh, we did. It's our after dark. After dark. I feel like we should have a jingle for our after dark. Should we, instead of calling it the a- after dark, should we call it the upside down? <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, we should have like, a Stranger Things theme song right now. Yeah. All right. So it's called the after, uh, the upside down now. The upside down. Um. Yeah. All right. iPhone. So everyone's asking. <laughs> everyone's crazy to know. Uh, how did you get your iPhone? <laughs> all right. <laughs> so um, I don't remember exactly what I mentioned on <laughs> previous shows. So oh, I thought he was I- gonna say I don't remember exactly how it works. <laughs> um so forgive me if i like repeat some some parts um but i'll get to the new stuff so i just want to start from from the beginning uh so when on the launch day i went in and instead of ordering through uh the apple store uh, i didn't wake up at 3 (laughs) a.m and so usually when that happens I thought my best bet would have been to go with my carrier, uh, which is what I've, I did. Uh, turns out that was a horrible idea. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my carrier is uh, Bell, uh, and <laughs> they have this. They made this website especially for the iPhone 7, uh, where you can put in your phone number and it gives you like tracking information. And basically, the site said, like. I'm sure it's just hard coded. <laughs> Basically, your order is in the order queue. We'll let you know once <laughs> we have more information. And just stay like that for just weeks. <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? Um, so I, I like even called their support and everything. Uh, and they were like, well, we don't really know. It's at least going to be three to four weeks, but it might be more. Like, God damn it. Um, and I was waffling between matte black and jet black. My pre-order was for a matte black. Um, and I sort of changed my mind. <laughs> I decided that I preferred jet black better uh, in the end. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, now I kind of want this other phone. So I was like, all right, uh, I'm not going to get like my pre-order until very late. So might as well cancel that one and then do another order uh, on the, the Apple store. It said uh, November. So I was like, base, best case scenario, they like under promise and over deliver and I'm going to get it a bit sooner. Uh, and worst case scenario, I'll get it like maybe one or two weeks after when I would get the, the one that I pre-ordered. So it's, I mean, it's not too bad. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was still checking every day. <laughs> basically the the website uh on the apple store uh to to see basically at 8 a.m they have uh they put in their stock for the day and you can try to reserve your phone 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh yeah, I should mention that when I canceled my order, um, they're like, yeah, so you can to- uh, you can cancel your order, but our system doesn't allow us to like prevent the phone from shipping, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so they're like, we're still gonna deliver this to you, but you have to like refuse the the delivery. So that it gets mm-hmm. sent back to the sender, and then we'll be able to process your your return. Like, all right, fine. I don't care. I'm like, as long as I'm able to activate my my new phone, if I get it some other way, then I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I still have this phone that's on the way, <laughs> um, and so it's checking every morning until uh, Tuesday this week, and. I see, because like usually there isn't any jet blacks, but that day there was. Um, it wasn't available in uh, 128, which was the one I wanted to get, but it was available in 256. So I was like, hey, for 100 bucks, if I can get it today, screw that, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go for the, the larger model. So I like did as fast as I could, filled out, Everything, like the entire form that they have, which is not a big form. It's like two or three fields. Um, then press submit. And you got a spinner. <laughs> so I was like waiting, like looking at this, staring at a spinner. And nothing, nothing happened. I waited there for like five minutes. Nothing. And I was like, so what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> like do i refresh or do i keep like keep leave it like that i'm like oh okay like it's already been five minutes i i have to do something i can't just sit there and wait I'm like all right okay hit a refresh so i hit a refresh and then i get this message your phone is like not available basically <laughs> anymore Jesus. for that time slot sorry uh try again later so i was like oh god so this didn't work out and then I go back into the list and everything sold out. I'm like, well, feel like pretty bummed again. Disappointed that I wasn't able to get it. Um, and then I get a text message from a friend who's like, hey, have you seen the um, like 256 Jet Black iPhone uh, six, uh, 7 Plus? I'm like, yeah, I wasn't able to get it. He's like, well, I got a reservation. Do you want it? What? I'm like... Holy shit, yes. <laughs> um, so I was like, sure, no problem. I'll just send you the, the confirmation email. <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, and so I go look at, uh, in my email. And I have the email from my friend. And I also have this other email from Apple who says, You're, here's your reservation. <laughs> so I basically got two reservations <laughs> on the same day <laughs> for the same phone. Um, so yeah, I basically like canceled one and yeah, used the other one and he, he didn't want it. No. Cause he already had, he had a sick, uh, sorry. Why do I keep saying six? He had a, he uh, wanted the seven, the normal one and he already had it. Um, so he was, I don't know. He just checked the, the site for some reason and saw that it was available. So he reserved it. So, yeah. Uh, so I walked into the store, picked it up right away. No lines, no nothing. It took five minutes, got in and out, and boom, I, I got I have it. Wow. 
So yeah, and it was perfect timing because I was going to Toronto for uh, like two days. Um, yeah, you went to see a Chance the Rapper, right? Yes. Holy shit, that was awesome. That was such nice. a good show. Um, so yeah, Chance the Rapper and Francis and the Lights, which I absolutely right. love. Um, so I yeah, think Chance is playing at the Apple Music Festival today or yesterday. I think it's today. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know when that out. is. I mean. He has to go from Toronto to London, so I'm. I mean, probably. Yeah, there's this thing called um, planes or something. I think it's. Yeah, planes. sure, it's but like planes. that's that's a fairly long flight. Like, I don't know. By the way, just a quick side note, back to the Tesla, uh, not Tesla, Elon Musk uh, thing. Shortly mentions like, oh, and I guess there's some other stuff we could do for funding. For example, we could use our ship to travel anywhere in the world in like 40 minutes. So, like to, to transport cargo or something. So maybe in the future, your iPhone could travel from China to the US in 20 minutes. Anyway. Yeah, I think the problem with the iPhone 7, though, was production, not shipping. Yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. But imagine that. You can travel anywhere in, in, on Earth in less than 30 minutes. I mean, they need that for humans. Um, anyway going back sorry <laughs> so yeah um that was perfect timing because i was able to try out the camera um like lots of took lots of low light shots during the the concert they all turned out amazing like that was incredible uh and yeah i got to play with the the zoom and everything and portrait mode a little bit so yeah that was perfect uh yeah my story was super dramatic it was um <laughs> today i wake up and i had a text message from dhl uh, saying hey your uh, your iphone's gonna be delivered today and it was so <laughs> i just stayed home waited a while and i got here <laughs> awesome well yeah. i mean <laughs> Had to go to go through so much. I would have much rather had your experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, I was day in, day in checking and calling every single store. Oh, really? Okay, you were also <laughs> for the past doing a lot two weeks to try to get it. And I was trying to track the thing and say, okay, my phone is still in China. My phone is still in China. Okay, now it's in Amsterdam. Went to forums saying, hey, <laughs> usually when it's in Amsterdam, usually you like after one or two days you get it. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> this was a, this, uh, yeah, for dramatic purposes, I'll just <laughs> tweak the story a bit. So, hey, well, how do you think about your new phone? Because, uh, so, okay, before you say anything, disclaimer, you came from a six. I came, yes. I came from a success, but I also came from a success to a plus size and you came from a plus to plus size. So it's like, yep. we have different realms of new experiences, right? For yeah, you, definitely. 3D touch, the haptic motor, and like performance mostly. And I mostly size. It's <laughs> huge. Yeah. Um, so, first thing that, that shocked me was well, first, when I turned it on, and it like you go through the basic setup and you have to enter in a passcode uh, at that point. And then after that, you get to pick like the restore at an iCloud restore which takes forever to do <laughs> um really <laughs> yeah um and it's it's totally like the worst way to like 
open up your new gadget that you got, like a <laughs> new product that you're super excited to get to try. And it's like, yeah, you're going to have to wait for two hours while this phone restores. Um, to be fair, it's not two hours. I hate that it says two hours. For me, it said two hours, but it was more like 40 minutes. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, that's true. It was a, yeah. But yeah. it felt like two hours. So yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that part like was four. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i feel like My, those the estimate bar time need, is how it's gonna feel yeah not like it, actual it's time. like you know like those weather apps that have like oh it's i don't know tw- uh 20 degrees outside but feels like yeah. 35 <laughs> it's like it's actually 40 minutes, wait, feels 45 like minutes two feels like hours. two hours <laughs> exactly <laughs> so but oh, because man. it was so long i didn't i mean i didn't keep the screen on all the time uh, and then I would like randomly press the home button to check in on the time, and mm-hmm. I would just like touch the home button real real quick, and it like it would just open, and I somehow forgot that it was doing touch ID and that there was a password, because then I, I like hit it with another finger that it hasn't hadn't set up. I was like, oh wait, it's asking for a password. Holy crap, touch ID is so fast. That's just unbelievable. Um, with my six, like it would fail to recognize my fingerprint like half of the time. It would always yeah. be so slow. Um, so me, I know it's not anything new to anyone that had the the six S before, but for me, that was huge. Um, and then the speed. Um, there were were so many things that I thought would take a long time to do a network request. So one example, like when you ask Siri f- to play a song, for for example, mm-hmm. like that would take. I like kid you not that would take a solid like 10 seconds <laughs> to do on on my six and mm-hmm. it's, it's basically instant on this phone um yeah so like lots of little things that just like are so much snappier um all the apps stay in memory <laughs> that's so amazing <laughs> have you played a little I- game of opening and closing the app uh oh. no like What's that? Check it out. It's like I'm gonna like open an app and close it real fast. Oh, wow! You can close an app before it launches. Yeah, jeez, that's <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, performance for me, like I, I haven't felt a huge jump. Touch ID, it, it feels the same as a success, mm-hmm. um, but definitely. So okay, by the way, I've heard on ATP, I've heard on Twitter that now iCloud backups will keep your passwords. That was a lie. I had to enter all my passwords for uh, all the uh, Apple IDs and all my emails. So What? But they're going back and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. That's true. But yeah. it, it does save your iCloud passwords, and it does save mm. a few things. Well, only but, what's like stored in iCloud, you know, but not... I didn't like have to enter my iCloud password. Uh, well, I did once, but just to authorize right. the the restore. But right. Well, but yeah, right. you had to enter it once and, and yeah. save it. But and ask me um, for because I use a different. Actually, I use three different Apple IDs here. This phone, like <laughs> one for iCloud, one for App Store, and I have a second American one. So mm-hmm. it will ask me for a password for all of those IDs. The email thing, but so to talk about performance on, on the email, I was like on the settings on the email thing and just like to u- use the 3D touch from the side to switch apps. Right. To the, go to the app switcher. 
like going back and forth in like one password, 3D touch to authorize, copy the thing back, paste. That was super fast, like no lag at all. And I was mm -hmm. doing it fast. I was trying to break it. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing I noticed immediately is the animation bug when you press the home button. What bug? Did you notice this? The There's a stutter? Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying. Please, if anyone's listening to this and you work at Apple, please fix this. Um, it's the worst. But anyways. Um, yeah, uh, what else? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the new home button, I really love it. I It's okay. I like it. What setting are you using? I'm using two right now. Yeah, me too. Hey, me too. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I've I've heard some people. There's like people who love every side of the spectrum. Like, uh, I think it was Ben Thompson that was saying like, oh, one is the superior click intensity or whatever. Uh, and then lots of people were saying, oh, three is way better. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike, I'm kind of in the middle like, right now. <laughs> Mike was like, three is the only option. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Two is fine for me. Um, but honestly, I didn't see that big of a difference between the three options. Like, it almost felt like a waste to have a, a, a screen on the onboarding that was like, pick your your home button force like yeah i feel like it's stupid that they even give us the option just pick the best yeah, and exactly let's roll I, yeah. I feel like i don't know if you read the like fine print on that setting up thing it's like the new touch the new home button is customizable which yeah <laughs> i feel like it's just a way for apple is trying to sell us the idea <laughs> that this home button is superior yeah like, i mean hey, when phil Schiller said that on stage i was like customizable holy crap like yeah. maybe you can have gestures or something like that <laughs> nope it's no. just the amount of pressure yeah yeah so um also i i it doesn't feel the the haptic motor mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that different from the success like at all maybe hmm. a bit more subtle or precise but it doesn't feel that different, but I, I think iOS... they basically added like new layers of um, of tactic feedback. So that basically the one you get when you press a, an icon or you do peek and pop, like those stay the same, but they've added like extra levels. Maybe because on iOS 10 on this device now you have haptic feedback everywhere a lot yeah. of interactions like the date picker even just the, the little uh, on and off switches which mm -hmm. is weird like you have that everywhere you pull out you pull out the the notifications shade thing when yeah. it bounces on the it's bottom so good like i love that i just don't understand why i didn't have it on my success mm -hmm. like but yeah maybe the motor is now you can or just maybe a way to you know, differentiate the devices. I don't know, but I, I like it. I like that a lot. And just before we started recording, you sent me a bunch of those uh, new messages effects. And we've... Hashtag sent with lasers. <laughs> sent with lasers. <laughs> we've noticed that you do have all the haptic feedbacks, like for the explosions, for the fireworks, and the lasers, you can feel like the... like the It's like a lightsaber thing. Like, you know, the, the intensity. Yeah. And and you can yeah. feel it move too, right? Like it's not just like a general vibration. Uh, it's it like moves from side to side. So it's, weird, but so good. Yeah, ah, it's 
that's amazing like it's it's a thing that we've never really had in a phone and now like it, it feels like it adds so much more depth to the interactions mm-hmm. it's i love it and i the first thing i did after that was add it to my app that i'm working on um nice so yeah when nice. you pick filters uh you get that nice feedback when you uh tap and hold on the image you sort of get a little tap um to tell you that you've you're previewing the original version um nice. it's it's so great i i really yeah, love it um Uh, another thing the the speakers i was expecting like based on the reviews and things i've read and seen i was expecting uh, loud them to be louder than they are they are way louder mm. than the other ones but not as much as i would i was expecting uh, so i find that when when you crank it up to the max volume that the sound like it's loud but this sound isn't very good yeah well, you it, notice it starts this? a bit But yeah, and have it's you like that the, whole the entire phone, phone is like vibrating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's ooh. crazy. The phone, even if it's like half the volume, like it vibrates, which is yeah. crazy. All right, uh, the cameras. Wait, we, what did we you send me? I just sent you three pictures with the one X zoom, two X zoom, and the 10 X. Oh, cool! That's amazing. The camera on this is pretty, pretty great. I still haven't tried it again. I I received this, I got this like a couple hours ago, like a, like it was like 1 p.m. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't really tested it yet. I, I haven't been a full day with it. So I haven't tested video, for example, which is something that I'm really, really curious um, right. to, to try. Uh, But the camera is just like, I, I only went out once, um, grabbed some food, and I took a couple pictures. It was daylight, so, you know, good uh, conditions to take photos. And it's it's really, it's really, really amazing. Uh, it's yeah, good. it's great. I, I, I took a couple to photos you. in uh, Toronto with it. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I try to post uh, some, like, <laughs> 1x, 2x shots on Twitter. So I'll put some links in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It, and it's surprising how um, like useful having a even a 2x zoom is just for like composite like doing different compositions and trying mm-hmm. different things with photography. Like I I noticed that I was able to, like do more interesting shots than I could before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I have huge to thumbs up. Try it a bit more, but I'm really happy with this. It's an amazing camera. Also, I don't know if you saw on Twitter uh, the ear pods that come in a box which by the way i feel like i just want to talk about the box uh, just for one second i hate that they uh and this was not a surprise for me i saw like unboxing videos on youtube i hate it that now when you take the lid off the box you don't see the phone like first oh yeah first. you see the stupid thing with the yeah i don't know why they did that package thing like that was the whole thing that's why And this is known, like I've read it somewhere. This is known that that's why it has some vacuum. Like when you take the lid off, it takes a while. It, you you have to wait like those one, two, three, and it comes off. And they did that. So you build anticipa- anticipation. You Are you sure about that? that? I'm sure that I read it. I'm not sure if it's true. But, but I mean, I, can, I took this off and I still get that same thing. No, no, I know. But... You got that because of 
trying to build momentum anticipation because you are about to get your new phone and now you do that and you get instructions manual right <laughs> uh which is anyway yeah uh, i don't know i didn't like that and i also didn't like that they they got rid of the little plastic case for the ear pods but uh i've tried it the new ear, lightning ear pods in that old plastic case mm -hmm. and they fit so as i mentioned before i still use that case so i'm gonna continue so using it. for the people like you who do use it it's nice but i'd say the vast majority of the people don't like they just take the the headphones off and never use it so i like that they switched to paper um because i mean less waste um but i don't like that they made the design of it look like you were getting fancy new airpods um as i think uh, gruber was uh talking about it in one article that like um people are super interested in the airpods mm -hmm. and everyone is like aware of them and so many people when i like just regular people uh when i tell them i got the new iphone they're like oh do you have like those wireless uh uh airpods i'm like uh no they don't actually come with it <laughs> like oh really oh that sucks and so i wouldn't be surprised if like <laughs> people open up their new phone and they're like oh Sweet. yes i got the airpods and then they find out that oh wait there's a cable <laughs> so yeah. yeah i think oh, like, i can't wait to get my hands on those yeah me too <laughs> when do they when do they ship i think it's end of october okay so okay. I'll be ordering them right away. I don't know. Is there like a, is there going to be a pre-order? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. If I have I to, hope not. I have to pre-order. I'll pre-order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As soon as I can, I'll yeah. buy them from the store. Um, what else? What else is there to say? Man, this um, phone is huge. I mean, this is new <laughs> for me. Um, uh, I'm not hating it as much as I thought I would. Okay, that's that's a good first step. That is a good first step. I still, I st I'm still not sold. So, so you've used it like, for how long? So it got here at like noon or something. One p. I think it was one p.m. So okay, so uh, so let let's see what hours. you think of it next week. Yeah. So I, I like, I'm like I'm gonna don't get do me a, wrong. I'm gonna do a live prediction here. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love the the bigger screen. I don't love the bigger phone. Right. But I know physics. But <laughs> but like, man, if I could, uh, yeah. Anyway. So my prediction is that next week you're gonna be completely used to the size, and you're gonna pull out your old phone, and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, this is tiny. What is this thing?" Yeah, I know. That happened from the six to the five S. Yep. I know, but it doesn't. It still doesn't mean that I prefer it. I'm just not used to it anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I I think the plus is the superior one to get. Like even on this uh, mm. the normal seven, you won't be able to reach all the corners easily. So might as well optimize for. Uh, what is good about those devices, which is having a large screen size. So, and on top of that, with the seven plus, you get the better camera. So. By the way, I hate that the the springboard rotates. Yeah, me too. 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's... No, I will never use it. Plus life. Sorry. And the, the landscape <laughs> keyboard is garbage. Oh, yeah. Wait, I haven't tried it. Wait, I can't. <laughs> I got the, the thing to dribble. Oh. <laughs> no, but there's a keyboard here. So many buttons. Uh, yeah, these are my first initial impressions. To be completely honest, it's not like groundbreaking. Oh my God, this mm. changes everything. But it's a very solid upgrade. And because I jumped from a regular to a plus size, like it's, it just plays on the new factor, right? I have more yeah. stuff that is new. Also, I freaking love this color. I'm not going to say that I prefer it over jet black. I still haven't seen a jet black in real life. Mm-hmm. I haven't holded one. But man, this thing is beautiful. Okay, so <laughs> can I can I give you a give you a tip? Yeah. Don't don't do don't. it. <laughs> <laughs> you you can look at it, but don't touch it. <laughs> Cuz yeah. if you touch one, you'll be ruined. Cuz that's Jesus. what happened to me. I I I a coworker of mine got it like on the first day that you could like re- receive it and I hold held it and it was just like Okay, I need this. Um, so, just do this test experiment for me, all right? Okay. Hold your phone like you would normally would, but like the other way around. So, with, with the back facing you. Isn't okay. it like the same feeling? Uh, no. Jesus. It's not the same. It's The back is grippier than the front. How? The front is pretty grip. Look at this. I can't. Yeah, the the back is grippier. Jesus. All right. And Damn. it has, I don't know, it's it's like the back is like softer too. I don't know, it's just it feels so good to hold. Um but I mean, I already have a couple of scratches. <laughs> Noticeable scratches? Well, you have to put it in like the right light to be able right. to see it. Like if you get the right reflection, you can Sort of see them, but it's... I mean, I think they were right in calling those, like, micro-abrasions. They're mm-hmm. not, like, actual, like, real scratches. They're more, like, yeah, just little lines, you know? Yeah, you, if you can't feel it with your with your nail, fingernail, like, it's not a scratch. It's no, just... you def- definitely can't, so... Yeah. Um. Yeah. Happy with my choice. So yeah, this is great. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm not waiting still on my jet black, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I promise I'll never touch one in real life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. See you next week, dude. Bye. Bye.